All right, moving on to the main topic of this afternoon, or this evening, while we somewhat have our crap together. Uh, what a goofy fucking dude in that. Um, it, it's something we've done every season for the past couple seasons. Our wait, oh, not our way too early, but our season predictions, where each team will line up with their respective divisions, and top points getter, getters, whatever. Um... Yeah, so let's hop so right into it. We're adding in one small thing so far, or not so far, but this year that I think we should just start off with that. We each have about four to five bold predictions. Uh, we're just going to discuss those and debate those real quick of, you know, quickly what, it's a very bold prediction of what we think personally might happen this season. Um, do you want me to start? Go for it. Do you want me to just read through all of them or just? just do one at, we'll do one at a time. So the first bold prediction that I have, and I think we kind of touched on this last week. But I don't know. Uh, I know I've talked about like the Red Wings being able to make the cup or make the at least the playoffs. Um, but I said that the Red Wings will make the playoffs as a non wild card team. Ooh. Okay. So I had they're saying like like top three in the division. I would say so. Why? I I so but here's saying, the thing. They're going to have home ice for the first round. Is what you're saying, pretty much. Potentially. Yes. Potentially have home ice for the first wow. round. But here's the thing, though, and this is this is my take, both in a amateur analytics standpoint and a just a fan standpoint. Is looking at it as from a fan perspective, I'm looking at the 22-23 Red Wings, and like as a fan, I'm saying this is the most stacked this team has been in the last decade. That's without question. Like. No, Most like, since the, the Datsuk Zetterberg days. Yes. But coming at it from an analytics standpoint is... And the reason I say, the reason I didn't say immediately, Oh, the Red Wings are going to win the Cup this year. Because it's not feasible quite yet. Yeah. Because here's the thing with the Red Wings. is So far with all the pickups that they've had, they have a super, super powerful freaking forward core. Oh, yeah. Like their offensive core is... Mm-hmm fucking amazing it's it's the best it's been in over a decade and one big name that i don't think we mentioned last week when we were just going over free agency one that i didn't realize that they picked up was david perron that's a big pickup right there i didn't even realize they picked up david perron name we completely skipped over last week talking about some of their pickups yeah that's a big name right now it's a big name and you know even them picking up guys like olimata Dominic Kabalik, you know, guys who have that experience in the league to what is really they, they, a... Didn't they get Ryan Ellis, too? Isn't Ryan Ellis over there now? I think so. Yeah, maybe. I think he was one of another... One, but, one of uh, names. but, you know, they got all these, dare I say, veteran players, and <laughs> I think it's going to work out really well, especially for their forward core, be, because they got a lot of... Uh, Young talent, super, super young talent like Lucas Raymond or Tyler Bertuzzi in their forward court yeah. and Mo Sider. Yeah. It's like, I think that's going to work out really, it's going to work out in their favor. Now, their defensive core, on the other hand, leaves a little bit to be desired. And that's why I don't think they will make it all the way to the cup final. Would I love it? If they made it to the oh, cup yeah. final? Oh, fuck I yeah. I love it. Absolutely. But, like... Imagine the underdog story of what that could be, man. Oh, oh absolutely. But 
I just don't think that their defensive core is quite there yet. Yeah. Now, they got brick wall freaking goaltending down with Billy Huso. Yeah. And, I mean, Alex Nadeljkovic, you can't leave him out of there either. Right? No. It's going to be a solid 1A, 1B starting goaltender. One, two punch right oh, yeah, absolutely. But I know I've said absolutely a lot. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm starting yeah. to sound like Bobo. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> no. That's why I don't think they're, they're potential cup contenders as far as like making it to the cup final. But I see them making it as a non-wild card team yeah. easily. I'm, I'm going to skip Jeffy just because mine kind of bounces off of, of, uh, of Ethan's. I said Red Wings will make the playoffs. The Bruins will not. Ooh. I think that the Red Wings will make it as wild card. I think they'll just kind of swap places with the Bruins. Just based on how many, how many injuries the Bruins are dealing with right now. They're going to be out with Char- out Charlie McAvoy for a couple weeks. They're going to be out without Patrice Bergeron for a couple months. They're going to be out without what, Marshawn, too, yep. right, for a couple months. Good. They're out with some of their, their big-name, like, goal point-getter guys. I mean, the only one that's a big point-getter right now, I would say, is uh, Pasta. Passion right now. Yeah, I was yeah. blanking on his name. But, yeah, I, I see the, the Red Wings being that, that second wild card or the first wild card, number four in the Atlantic at right, taking pretty much swapping places with the Bruins in the playoffs. I still think it's going to be the, you know, the, uh, you know, would, the same three as last year. That's it. That's like actually the Red Wings replacing the Bruins. That's the actually kind of what I was gonna say, as one of my bold was, Boston not making the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, someone might even argue right now that that's not very bold. Some people might, a lot of people might actually agree. Like that knows. might be more like a fifty-fifty that would agree. Yeah. Um, speaking of playoffs, like my my bold one is Tampa will fall out of the top three in their division. Really. They will fall out of the top three. That's very bold. Be- and I might. I mean, if you look at it, they they've practically played four seasons in a span of three seasons, yeah. four full seasons with playoffs, their cup runs, the cup victories. We saw, <coughs> excuse me, we saw how exhausted they were at the end when they lost the cup to Colorado in, in the spring. What was it six games, right? In yeah, six. six. Yeah, at, yeah, in six games, we saw how Just exhausted, burnt, out, burnt out. Yeah, they how burnt out they were. But even and with I, that, you saw they, it, they played till that very last second came off that clock. They were fighting to the end, man. It was yeah, oh, absolutely. They, and I feel like that exhaustion will definitely carry over. Maybe not here in the first half. Maybe once we see the, after like, the Christmas uh, the holiday break and All Star break, we'll see these key players: Stammer, Sorelia, Kucherov, falling off, leaving Vasilevsky wide open just to just a founder. No. Leave them out to dry. I mean, honestly, I can agree with Colin. Now, I really can. Now, now here's a 20 years, Bubba. Um, I didn't do many, but I had something similar to Colin's that they just wanted, you know. You also said that Tampa's not going to do very well? It's just hard with Tampa Bay being, you know, they've done great in the last <clears> two <throat> seasons, but with, you know, bouncing off what Ethan said, with Detroit making all these great pickups. And all of these different teams and each, you know, picking up these players. Like, I have to say the offseason was the craziest offseason I've ever seen. And it's one of those things, like, literally every day I'd get a notification. Detroit picks up this. Vancouver picks up this. Pittsburgh picks up this. And I'm like, holy shit. And now we're at that point where we're like, okay, now we got to really get down to the nuts and bolts of everything. Yeah, that was bold and how I was not expecting Colin to go that route. With, with just how yeah. much spicy he's had towards Tampa, especially in the past two years. Yeah. I was not expecting him to go that route, honestly. But, I mean, I can see, I can definitely see it happening with, you know, Tampa Bay. So. Yeah. yeah, and, I mean, mine actually really kind of piggy – my next one actually really piggybacks off of the three of them, and I said Tampa won't make the cup final. Okay, I mean, that's – yeah, that's not – I wouldn't necessarily – to make the cup final for 
four consecutive. When's the last time that happened? I mean, the Islanders and the, the Islanders, 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 Islanders and Oilers when they played four straight back to back in a row with each other. Yeah, yeah. that's that's damn. I don't. <laughs> Forty years since that's happened. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't see it happening. Yeah. Um, kind of going with the playoffs, a Canadian team will. I mean, it just I just said Canadian. A Canadian team will make the conference finals. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Regardless if it's in the Eastern or the Western, <clears throat> an e- a Canadian so I think the team. East, the only reasonable one, let's say, would be, would be Toronto. Toronto. <laughs> 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 and I'm saying, that's a joke. Yeah, I know. I'm saying Ottawa's not going to do it. Montreal's not going to do it. I, I, think uh, I don't know. I got a little bit of faith in Montreal. I do not. And only one made it, right? Because it was only one. Edmonton was the only one that made the conference final last year for Canada. Yeah, because... Edmonton, yeah. Colorado, and then um, yeah, they all, Tampa and New York. Yeah, so. the, the only other chance they have is either Edmonton... I feel it's, like it's Edmonton or, Calgary. or, or Calgary. Cal- Calgary's a stretch, but there is that slim... Yeah, Calgary did lose a lot this offseason. Yeah, I, um, I, I'm i sorry. I'm, I'm sticking with that first-round joke that, you know, that everybody hears, and it's... And not, we're never going to stop <laughs> saying it yeah, tr- tr- until they prove us wrong. Speaking of Toronto, I'm kinda, I might get shit on for this one. My One of mine is Matt Murray having a bounce-back season. I don't think you're going to get shit on for that. I, I mean, Matt Murray is one of those goaltenders. You know, looking back at him in Pittsburgh, he was phenomenal. But he had, he had a decor in front of him. I know, but up. still, Matt Murray might have the confidence this year to, you know, but, sit everybody down and be like, all right, boys, listen up. We're going to freaking do this this season. See, but, I, I would rank Toronto's defense below Pittsburgh, but above Ottawa, obviously. Yeah. So, I mean, with him, nope. him having slightly better defense, but maybe not as good as he had in Pittsburgh his, his early years. I, I can see them maybe making se- losing second round, not first. I can see Toronto going past the first round and losing second. Now that's a bold prediction. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. But I, I really want to see Matt Murray actually have a bounce back so year. I have nothing against you. I no. Oh, I, have, I want to I see am, him do well. I, I want to see him do, give another cup. It's just he's not going to do well in Toronto because it's Toronto. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, he's... He was probably one of those guys being like, oh, we're going to go to a cup-winning team. And he's like, oh, you're going to be fucking disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Just goes to delete email. Hope you don't like seeing the cup for the next 15 years. Congratulations. It's <laughs> pretty bold, um, bold of you to say 15. Another one that I have is the Kings are going to win the West. Really? Really? I think really? L- I think LA has a the pretty whole Western Conference. I think so. Really? The LA has a pretty LA has a pretty young team this year and if they play their cards right, if they if they play their cards right, Kings play their cards right, I think they can go I think they can take it. Well, here's the thing. Like you said, they have a very very young team. If we get to the the predictions and you don't have the Kings and then I'm one of their division, I'm going to slap you across the face. I hope you can don't. Can I We'll see what we'll see. Well, they can't be at the top of the West if they're not at the top of their division. <laughs> Like you said, they have a very young team. So, do I think they can make conference finals? Sure. Yeah. Do I see them being the conference winners? No. No. And, I mean... So, you're saying, like, regular season conference winner or just going to the cup? Just going to, just regular season conference winner. Okay. I mean, that's that's okay. more reasonable. That's, that's, that's more what I reasonable. meant to say. Regular okay. season conference I thought you were meaning going still, for the cup. I was no, like, ooh, that's a no. fucking stretch. I still think it's a little bit of a stretch. It's impossible. Don't get me wrong. It's possible. Yeah. It, it, underdogs always happen all the time. Well, because when was, when was the last time that the Kings won the cup? That was 14. 14? 14. Yeah. yeah uh, and, and 12 when they won the cup, they were the lowest ranked team in the playoffs. Really? Was it, this, wasn't that the year where I think it was what second round they came back from three to nothing and did the reverse sweep? Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. I think it was their. I think it was their twelve win. And the thing is, is I've always been kind of neutral on uh, 
LA. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 I don't, I, I say I don't hate them. I don't really. There really isn't a lot of teams that I absolutely hate. <laughs> Flyers, but <laughs> other than that, there's not really not that many that I would say I hate. Yeah. It really isn't. Yeah, I'm, I kind of agree with Ethan. I'm real neutral with LA. If I, I'll if, watch them. Yeah. I'll enjoy watching them. They got some good players, and you know. Am I gonna be super fucking excited when they make the Cup final? No. Mm. Am I gonna be disappointed if they make the Cup final? No. I definitely would like to get myself an Anze Kopitar reverse retro, but oh yeah, me too. Their reverse retros are fucking they were, gorgeous. They were my. Are they, are are they the gold and purple? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I, I think I'd like thirty of the thirty-two teams that have the reverse retros. Yeah. What two teams? That I don't like. Yeah. Well, I can't like Seattle because they don't have a reverse retro. This is true. Fair. And I don't, I don't like, yeah, I don't like Philly because it, it didn't change much. It was, what, added like another stripe or something. Well, I can't really talk, I can't really talk shit as a Red Wings fan because our jersey hasn't they changed him. Three point getters in the West alone. Six. Ooh, wow. Six. You have them listed off? Leon McDavid. Obviously, because you know. Well, those, those are kind of givens. Yeah, those are just givens. Oh, I'm going to get shit on. <laughs> Nate, Nate Matt. No. Nate Mack, Landeskog. And I don't remember that either, too. I don't want to pull it up yet. But. You have Landeskog going 102. Yeah. Ooh. I feel like the big three in Colorado will just go off again. Yeah. They will mm-hmm. go the fuck off. Honestly, I don't think that that's really too much of a stretch. But I don't it's, know. It's not, but I'm, like I'm saying, just in the West alone, there'll be six 100-point getters. So, my yeah. go? Uh, this one's kind of bold, and I know you guys are going to probably laugh at it, but, uh, I'm saying by July of next year, Tom Wilson will be up for free agency. Ooh. Because his contract with Washington ends July of next year. Oh, wow. So you he, si- he signed a six-year, $5.17 million <laughs> deal with, uh, with Washington back in July of 2018. I don't think they'll re-sign him. Well, they, actually, when they signed him, I think they were thinking, oh yeah, he's bone brash. Well, now they're probably thinking, oh yeah, he belongs to the He's costing trash. us a lot of cash. He's <laughs> well, in the trash. Well, my question to Ethan is, do you, my... well, <laughs> do you think he's, do you think anyone's going to pick him up? Do you have a team in mind that you would like to see him with? Or has the cap? I'd like to see him just sit in free agency. Or, <laughs> yeah, me personally, I'd like to see him. I love it. That's what that and was my next oh, part. God. That was the next part of it. Do you see him going with a struggling team like Send Seattle? Him LA, or get him as far away from Pittsburgh as he possibly well, can. Do you, get him out honestly, of the well, Okay, hold on. Do you see him going to a place like a struggling team where they need it, like Seattle or Arizona? Or do you see him like in the free agency booth just kind of sitting twiddling his thumbs? Well, and as much as this is going to pay me to pain me to fucking say believe it or not i can see him even going to a team like detroit and here and here no 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 hear me out just bring that grit pretty much exactly he's going to be another bob probert type red wing because that's what he is. He's a fucking enforcer. He's going to get a lot of the attention off of people like Larkin, Bertuzzi, you know. Exactly. And he's a well, he's also a point getter. So it's one of those things where, you know. Uh, he's not much of a point getter. No, but, but like, he takes, he, he, he rings the he, post. He, he, he likes can, to no, ring he the can post. He can open in when he needs to, but yeah. like, it, he's more of just like the, the distraction. All right, let me rephrase myself. He's more of a playoff point getter. Where oh, he yeah, can, no. No, you don't think so? That's even worse. We're just going to move on no. to Jeffy. But like, <laughs> I can see 
Honestly, if he is actually up for free agency, like if Washington puts him up for free agency next year instead of signing him, I can definitely see Steve Eiserman putting a bid in for him. And to be honest with you, I wouldn't complain. Yeah. That would be the one time I wouldn't complain about Tom Wilson. Yeah. Because, like I said earlier, Detroit needs that defensive core. Yeah. They need... But he's not an offenseman, though. Oh, I know he's not. He's a winger. But, like, they need that just brute fucking force. Yeah. And, you know, he is an offensive player that can play a defensive role. I mean, that's kind of what he does with Washington. As much as, as, much as we all talk shit on him... He does his job pretty damn good, if no, you ask does. me. Yeah. yeah. I'm, 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 I'll be the villain here. I'll be no, the villain he's, here tonight. He's not, he's not wrong. He's no. not wrong. You can go Jeffy. ahead and break him. Here, here. Smash this over my head. <laughs> Jeffy. No. I was, I was Before for, Ethan becomes unconscious, what's your, no, what's your next bullet? I, I was going to find like a marker and write on this trash can, Tom Wilson. Right, go ahead, Jeff. Um, I see with rumors going around, Patrick Kane being traded by the trade deadline with his contract is up at the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. And I know right now... We should... I'm almost surprised it hasn't happened yet, to be completely yeah. honest I'm, with you. Well, I'm just that... saying by the time the trade deadline's... Yeah. Well, that's got me wondering... So like... he, he will not be on the Blackhawks at the end of the season. Yeah. No. But here's my question is, who can afford him? Detroit? <laughs> I, I Detroit still has a lot of cap space. They, they really do. They yeah. still have quite a bit. Well, even if you would send them to a team like... Oh, can you imagine Patty Kane on freaking Detroit? Oh, oh twisty God. nips. <laughs> <laughs> well, even if you go, I don't know, the cap space with like Ottawa. Like I was saying earlier, Ottawa, yeah, Vancouver. That's, I mean, it's, yeah, the first teams you name. And you get, get him back over there reunited with the Brinket again. And yeah. Durbin Cat. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of... You know, I think a lot of people would be interested. It's just a matter of who can afford him. Yeah. Uh, one of my next ones, kind of <laughs> bouncing off of Collins, Connor McDavid will not finish in the top three in scoring this year. Mm. Mm. I'd have to call you fucking dumb. Number four, number five, yeah, but top three, I think there's just a lot, the old, so much more talent this year. He's going to be like, I think Drew Doughty is number one. I, think, I was going to say, I I think, say Kasperi Kapanen, but... I think Milan Lucic is going to be number <laughs> That wasted jersey space? Are you kidding me? <laughs> That is a total... He is a total waste of cap space. The only... Get, no pun intended. Or pun intended. The only... All the puns intended. <laughs> the only way I can see that... I knew I was going to get shit on for that one. If, um, That's bold. That's why uh, I did it. I bold. My, I lost my train of thought. Um, oh, the only way I was going to say that is if his partner, Dreisaitl, takes the spotlight from McDavid. I don't think he will. If Drysaddle has been that to, or, or well, injury too. Yeah, that yeah. or if Dry, like I was saying, if Drysaddle happens to take that spotlight from McDavid and can just edge him out of those points, then I can possibly see it. it's like a two percent chance. I no, I would give maybe I a ten percent. I would say I would give Leon probably. I'd probably give him a twenty to twenty-five percent chance. Wow, because he is a great shot. He is a he great is. player, but the thing is, is if you look at it. When McDavid isn't with Drysaddle, Drysaddle doesn't do too hot. When Drysaddle isn't with McDavid, McDavid doesn't do too hot. Yeah, we have we have yet to see either one of them without each other in what five years now, four years now. Uh, McDavid's rook. Well, actually no, because Leon wasn't in Edmonton. McDavid's rookie season, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's we technically haven't seen it yet. Yeah. But just going off of how the, how we've seen him play over the last what five, almost six years now, wow. that. This will that be doesn't the, make you feel old. This will be 
this will be their seventh season together. Because you just McDa- see- yeah, McDavid was drafted in fifteen. Oh, so, I'm sorry, sixth. Because yeah. sixteen, seventeen, and then forty-two, twenty-three. Wow. It's. I don't know, man. Like I. Just seeing how they play together, and they play so well together, and they just gel with each other on the ice. I feel like if either of them got out, they just they'd struggle. Like yeah. they, I like they, f- they feed off of each other. Not yeah, only, have- not only, like puck wise, like actual play wise, just the actual coordination and just the cohesiveness. They just well, they feed off of each other. They also bring the energy. Yeah. They bring the energy what, no matter where they're playing, whether they're home or away. They could be up at Edmonton. They could be down in Pittsburgh. They could be anywhere on this fucking planet, and they would bring the energy. Millions of people would line up just to see them two players, you know. I kind of want to bounce off of what Kyle just and with this conversation. Johnny Goudreau and Patrick Alani will be, com- score more together than Big David and Dreisaitl. Ooh. Ooh, I like that. That's bold. I like what that. What did he say? He said Gaudreau and Lani combined will have more points than McDavid and Dreisaitl combined. That's bold. That's bold. That's, that's, that's what you that's call a, a bold prediction. That's a borderline yeah. stretch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do I, I mean, again, it's, see, it's possible. It's, I mean, that's why they're bold predictions. It's yeah. possible, but it's it's not out of the okay. realm of the possibility that I'd say. But mm-hmm. it's definitely, I can see it happening definitely in the, maybe not this season, but definitely can yeah. see it happening in the foreseeable future. Cause it, can, it could happen. Because that line, I'm already... That yeah, line. Boone Jenner, Johnny Goudreau, and Patrick Lott. Dude, I'm so excited. I'm not even a Columbus fan, and I'm excited to see that line. Yeah. I, I can't imagine... Go back to Pittsburgh. We're not from Pittsburgh, buddy. I can't even imagine what Nasher's feeling right now with how that, that first line's going to be. Yeah. Oh. Um, all right, I got one. This one might be a stretch. The Great Eight will fall short of a record-setting 10th 50-goal season and will fall short of passing uh, Lemieux. Or Gretzky, I'm sorry. Well, but well, the thing he's is, he's got to get to Gordy Howe first. Well, uh, I got, know. Yeah, I would say he still got at the rate that he was playing because he played last season at a point six seven average. Yeah. If he keeps playing that, he's going. I actually looked this up. He is going to have to play one hundred and eighty six consecutive games, at maintaining that point percent average. Two pass Wayne Gretzky. That's still another two and a half seasons. That's two and a half seasons. And what is it, like 20, 21 goals? He's like away from second right now. Um, he's like 21 or 20, yeah. Like 22, like early 20. I know it's like from, in the away tw- from Gordy Howard. Right well, because. Um, Which he's going to do. He'll, he'll pass Gordy this season. It's just yeah, a matter well, of when and if he can end up catching the great one. Well, and I have something to add to that. And, and you know, it's he'll, instead of scoring 50 goals, he'll score. He'll score 45 goals passing Howe, but he'll be about 70 short for tying Gretzky. He still has yeah. got. He still has got a lot. He still yeah, got a long. So is it my go again or? I think it's Colin. Yeah. Are you out? Well, are you out of them? Okay. Yeah, I, I couldn't. Right. I, couldn't my, I couldn't come up with it anymore. That, that was so my last one. My last two really kind of tie in with each other, and they are a little bit bold, but I have faith. I'm a man of faith. Uh-oh. I said the Vegas Golden Knights will make the cup finals against Colorado. Ooh. That's the conference final. It, huh? You mean conference final, right? No. Cup final. You can't because those, those are two Western Conference teams. Oh, they're two fucking conference teams. Never mind. <laughs> Fuck it. Well, then, my last one, I said Vegas <laughs> takes home the cup. Wow. Really? I said Vegas. That I one kind of worked. That would be the most bold yeah. one said the night yeah. so far. 
I say I Vegas takes home the cup. I don't see Ve- I'll be honest. I don't see Vegas touching the cup this year. I I will see them pulling a Toronto losing the first round of the playoffs if they touch playoffs. Mm. Ooh, so you don't think they're if, I don't think they're I don't think they're gonna touch playoffs this year. Ooh. Looking at it like last year, they lost in the last day of the regular season. Like they yeah. they well, so, well, yeah. that could also give them that strive to, okay, we're going to get past it this year and pull a Toronto or Toronto beats them in the first round. Holy shit, let's throw a party. Yeah, I just, I would really love to see Vegas take home yeah. Lord Stanley. Mm-hmm. Um, another one, um, if Winnipeg does not make the playoffs this year, they will drop all their core guys and do a rebuild. Yeah. yeah, I could see that. That's, I mean, yeah, that's that's definitely possible. Yeah, I mean, I, I think just like that one last chance that they have to get get back into the playoffs, maybe even make a push push for the cup. Yeah, second, I'm talking maybe second round. I mean, I'm gonna kind of deflect off that. I don't. They're not gonna get rid of all their core guys. They're gonna keep maybe two or three. They're gonna keep like Wheeler. They're gonna and they're gonna keep. No, um, Wheeler will be one of them at least. You think? Wheeler. I think one of the only ones that they'll keep is Connor Connor Hellenbuck. Okay. I was thinking they're maybe gonna keep. Wheeler be gone. Shifley will be gone. Uh, those were the Kyle two. Connor will probably be gone. Uh, those are the three names I was gonna say. Build a line off of each of them. You know, keep one of them as the you know head or the center of each line, and you have two newbies around them to show them the game. Uh, one of my next ones. This one would would be a sad one to see, but just based on his age, I can see it happening. Craig Anderson will retire mid season. I don't think he'll make it to the end. I think he'll retire mid season. I mean, whether, compared, whether it be an injury or just, you know, he is performing poorly and they bench him and he just calls it quits. Well, I mean, we've already seen that with PK, so it's not completely out of the question. And, yeah, look how much older Anderson is. And PK was, what, 32, 33? 30. I want to say he was 35. And Anderson is, what, 41? I want to say PK was 35. I don't think he was. I think he was only, like, 32, 33. 33. Yeah. But you you got to look at, like, they're not going to bench Craig Anderson for long. I mean, there's not really many, many, like, you don't have depth in Buffalo. Yeah. Or you don't have. 33. Yeah, you you don't really have much when it comes to, you know, Buffalo. Yeah. Because it's Buffalo and nobody wants to be there. Just like nobody wants to be in Arizona (laughs) or Ottawa or a basement team. Like, sorry, but, like. They're going to try and keep the, these veteran core guys, Kyle Caposo, you know, Craig Anderson, some of these guys who actually know what the fuck they're doing up in Buffalo to kind of start their quote-unquote rebuild that they've been doing. Actually, I think I have the t-shirt on right now that Ethan and I got. Perfecting the rebuild since, since 2007. 2007. I just remember. I, <laughs> I, should have wore, I should have worn mine. Mine says Buffalo hockey looks good on paper. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I totally forgot I had this on until I was talking about it. But and like, what makes it even better is we bought those shirts in Buffalo. Oh, I know. I'm more. Nice. Jeff, you have one more? Um, yeah. Um, Mort Snyder will be a Norris Trophy finalist. Uh, I mean, yeah, okay. That's not really a hot take. I mean, he's at least in the competition for or the in, in the range of the, the three finals. For I'm just, how much more help he's got up in front of him and how much more help he's going to have behind him. I just figure with him, this being his sophomore year in the NHL, I, I could see him potentially doing it. I have, a, I have a hot take that I just thought of. Is it a Red Wings hot take? You're going to be really pissed off at me. Uh-oh. <laughs> Go on. Choose your next words very, very carefully. Hold on. Choose your next words 
Very, very carefully. <laughs> Dylan Larkin will be traded by the trade deadline. Ooh. No, he won't. That's his, bullshit. His contract is up at the end of the year. There have been rumors, rumors that you know there might be some options, some like te- like uh, testing the waters out there. I don't know how accurate these are. Obviously, rumors is just that rumors, and you know they could be absolute bullshit, and I get that. <laughs> but if I, this does happen, you better run for <laughs> your life. You know, even will catch you. I hope you know. If this I mean, happens, you better run. I hope you know the day that happens, I'm putting my house on the market and I'm running. <laughs> I don't see it. And, it, and this is going to be me as being as unbiased as possible. Just simply looking at it from a basic, basic fan's perspective. Like, not a lifetime fan, not anything like that. If Dylan Larkin were to get traded... That would be probably the dumbest move that Detroit has made. I, I think that's that's probably the last thing on the back of the guys are playing right now. Yeah. The guys are playing. That's probably Again, the it's, last thing. That's like, like, that's like, is like one plan of, Z of what he has planned right now. Yeah. Right? Like if he has like a sour note with Detroit. Okay, fucking bomb the, bomb the system. Now, bomb the now franchise. hear me out. out. No, 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 no. Not even that. I don't see Steve. I don't see Stevie Y giving up on the franchise. I do not. I mean, the man was arguably the most legendary captain of the Red Wings in there in since 1926 when the team was established. I don't see him abandoning the franchise over that. Now, hear me out. If he does manage to pick up, it's going to have to be like a whole Matthew Kachuk trade. Where they're gonna have to get a couple of players, a couple massive of massive trade. It's gonna be happening. a massive fucking trade for him. You know how much money they got in him. Yeah. Like, it's gonna be. I don't see him going anywhere. I it, if anything, I see him spending his career with Detroit. Yeah. Just just in case, keep your eyes on the market for Collins' house in case this in case this like, does happen. Now, if they if they do manage to find somebody. And I know this is going to be a bold, hot take, and I don't really give a shit. Because now you kind of piss me off. But <laughs> for them to actually do a trade for Crosby or for him, it's going to have to be somebody that's on Crosby level. Yeah. It's going to have to be somebody that's on Crosby level, on Malkin level. Hell, I'd even say Ovi level. Like, Larkin is one of the top captains in the league. Yeah. Red, the Detroit Red Wings are a basement team. Hopefully not this season, but they have a that history. Has, that has to be like a, like a, like I'd say probably a, basically a Pasternak level type of player. Yes, it has to be a post, at least, yeah. at least a Pasternak level player. If not, at least two to three players and at least two to three draft picks yeah. for him. Yeah. Because that, and it comes down to cap space. Who besides Detroit is going to be able to afford him? Yeah. After all of the moves that have been made in the, by the trade deadline this past offseason, and in free agency. Yeah. Who's going to be able to afford him? Another basement team. <laughs> Even Before then, we <laughs> drag this on too much further and Ethan wraps his hands any tighter around Colin's neck, uh, my final one is being another bounce-back season, that being somebody Ethan just mentioned, Evgeny Malkin, having a bounce-back season. Ooh. I, mm. I, see him putting, I can see him putting a point per game this season. 
I mean, I say he falls just short. Just short a point per game. So like, not, like the seven, 77, 78 like, like, mark. Like seven five points in yeah. seventy seven games or something. Like that. That's that's kind of yeah. what I was he's thinking. Gonna, he's well, gonna be close. I guess. I guess it also depends who he oh, feeds. You, I would still consider that a bounce back season. Though. Yeah, 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 it, it would be. Yeah. Just not exactly. Like yeah. inside, not he's done seventy points in the past. Play what? Two three years combined. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, it also it also kind of depends on who he feeds off of this season. Well, Malkin's, it's not even looking Mal- that. You Mal- got Malkin's also one of those people who's not afraid to you know make a blue line or slap shot. You know. Malkin, and just, not just, don't, just don't piss off the Russian bears. That's what you gotta Mal- do. Just don't piss them off. Malkin. Well, the, the one thing I, I guess you can look at it is will Jason Zucker be able to stay healthy? Because like if he can return to form yeah. and kind of solidify that top six. You got, you know... That, a, that second line of Zucker, Malkin, and Rust? A, a potential Rust. Because I, I know Rust can play really damn yeah. well, whether he's on the top line of Sid or on the second line of Gia. Either way, like, he, he's going to yep. be good. It's just who else you pair up with yeah. that, that Malkin, on that Malkin line? Yeah. Healthy Zucker? Maybe Kaplan if he, you know, actually decides to show up Step for up. a game. Uh, well, let's see you. All right, starting. Well, not starting. Going into the uh, the predictions, the preseason, early season, whatever it is. The, uh, the what preseason I, standing predictions. Sure. Okay. Uh, doing the normal order, we always do. Start Pacific. I I see Seattle again taking dead last in Pacific. Yep. Uh, with either Yanni Gord or Jordan Everly being the uh, the the top points getter out there. Okay. Yeah. Next, I have San Jose. I got Logan Couture leading the way for San Jose because it's Couture. He's good, but he's yeah. not top quality good. Next is Anaheim. Ooh. Really? And in, in sixth place. Yeah, I don't. I I didn't pick one because like I couldn't. There are like seven or eight people I can see being the the, the leading like the leading points getter for them, but like I couldn't I couldn't decide. So, I fifth place I got Vancouver. I got the veteran Elias Patterson leading the way. Not the new, that newest per- Elias Patterson. <laughs> I forgot there's two Elias Petersons on. <laughs> so we have two Sebastian Ajos, two Elias Pettersons. I just think it's worse that two Elias Pettersons are on Vancouver. The That's same. the worst part. Elias Patterson passes to Elias Patterson. Patterson to Patterson. Uh, number four, I have L.A., the Kings, with uh, Anze Kopitar leading the way for Okay. Third pace, I have Calgary with uh, Johnny Huberdeau. Because, you know, new team, new scenario. Start fresh. Yeah. Number two, I got Vegas. Fat boy, well, not fat boy Phil. Because he, he, he dropped it all the way. Phil the thrill. Phil the thrill with all all the hot dogs that he needs. You have him taking for the top scorer. Really? Again, I mean, same thing as Jonathan Huberdeau. I mean, it's a new city. You have, you know, you have a few more offensive threats in Vegas than you do in Arizona, so I, I can see him bouncing back to the top. And then, not to be surprised, Edmonton's number one in, the, in their division between McJesus and Leon. Ooh, my list is a little bit different. So number eight, of course, I have Seattle. No surprise there, and I have I said their top points scorer will be one of the guys that you said in Yanni Gord. Uh, number seven, I have Calgary. Um, really? I have Calgary at number seven, and I said their top point scorer will be Elias Lindholm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, number six, I have Vancouver. Um, 
big boy Bo. You got a Bo Leave and Bo Horvat. <laughs> I think he'll be their top point scorer. Number five, I have San Jose. Okay. And I actually have uh, Nick Badino being their top point scorer. Really? Yeah. I th- that was a weird one. I had a hard time picking somebody from San Jose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is where I'm gonna get some shit, and I don't fucking care because it's my goddamn opinion. <laughs> Number four, I have Edmonton. Ooh. It's not as bad as you freaking me along who cheats prediction last season. That was bad. <laughs> that was bad. And I actually don't have either McDavid or Leon. I have Jesse Pogliarvi. I know it's a bit of a stretch, but I know, I know. Kyle's giving me this look. Why don't you just shoot on me when I said McDavid want to finish in the top three in scoring? No. <laughs> Were you not, were the only one that wasn't no, that was me. That was, okay. me. That was him. I thought you were too. Okay. No. Number three, I have L.A. Okay. Um, and instead of Kopitar, I actually have Philip Deneau. The who? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, two, I have Vegas. Uh, their top point scorer. It was kind of a given. I said Mark Stone. I, I mean, I feel I felt like it was fair. Yeah. And then, number one, I actually have Anaheim, and really, I have oh. Anaheim at number one, and I have Trevor as their top point scorer, Trevor Zegras. Wow. Okay. Going into my list, I have not surprised. I have Seattle coming in at number eight. I feel oh. like we've all just come to the <laughs> just come to the mutual agreement that Seattle blows donkey balls. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're at least grow. Be or Bjork Stan, um, York Stan. I always butchered his, but um, number seven is San Jose with Logan Gouchard. And number six, I have Vancouver with JT Miller. Okay. Yeah, I was I was debating on picking JT that's Miller. Good. I was as well. That's a that's a that's a bold, that's a bold pick. Number four will be Anaheim with Trevor Zegers. Yeah. Number three, the LA Kings with Kevin Fiala as Ooh. their lead scorer. I also debated putting Kevin Fiala for LA. Yeah, I also yeah. Debated, I had him originally, and then I deleted him and put my put my guys out. Number two, I got Calgary with John, Jonathan Huberdeau. And then number one is the Edmonton Oilers with Connor McDavid. With McJesus. Right. Should I even bother saying my number eight? <laughs> no. Seattle Kraken. Um... I with their top points getter. I have Andre Burakovsky being the top. Really, I, I, I see him in the top three. I was debating about him. I, I, I don't I, see him yeah, as yeah, their top guys, though. Like, new new face over there. I can see him bringing bringing good things over there. I mean, obviously still keeping him in the basement, but I see him getting on the board. Keeping quite often. him in the basement where they belong. <laughs> don't feed seven, him. Don't feed him after midnight. <laughs> seven. I have San Jose with Logan Couture. Okay. Number six. I have Vancouver with Bo Horvat. Oh, okay. Number five. I have Vegas. I said they, they potentially get that second wild card spot. It's gonna be close. Uh, Jack Eichel gonna be the top scorer there. I'm saying. Yeah. He's looking very solid right now in preseason. He yes. has, He's looked very solid. I'm uh, really excited to see what comes out of him yeah. in the regular season. Oh yeah, I season. did forget. I did say Phil the Thrill would, was gonna be my Vegas pick. Yeah, I, I said I, I don't remember if he said yours or not. So. Yeah. Uh, number four, I got L.A. with Anze Kopitar. Okay. Number three, I have Anaheim with Trevor Zegers. 
Okay. Number two, I have Calgary with Jonathan Huberto. And number mm-hmm. one, I have the Oilers with Connor McDavid. No surprise. And yet, you said he was going to be the top three in the league. I said right. in the league. He'll be the number one scorer in Edmonton. I just right. top three in the league. Again, in the basement, I have Kraken. But I have Jordan Eberle as their okay, top yeah. goal scorer. I think Colin also said that, right? Yeah. Yeah, either um, Eberle or uh, Yanni. Yeah. San Jose coming in seventh with Eric Carlson. I think he's going to have a step up here this year. Mm, that's a bold one. That's, that's a bold. Yeah, that's um, a bit of a stretch. Coming yeah, in sixth. I don't think he'll come in the top three in defenseman scoring. <laughs> I just wanted to throw a defenseman in there, and I was like, "Yeah, I think he'll do good because he's a hard, he's a heavy hitter, and he knows how to, you know, pick a puck when he needs yeah. to." Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Still will never get um, old. Oh. Number six, I have Vegas with Alex Peterjoa. Okay. <laughs> number five, I have Vancouver with Bo, Big Bo. Everybody, Bo leaves. Yeah. Number four, I have the Flames with Nazim Kadri. Oh, I forgot that Kadri. I completely forgot they got Kadri. Um, Number three, I have Anaheim with Trevor Zegras. Okay. Number two, I have Edmonton with Mickey D. Coming in with top goal scorers. And as I mentioned earlier, number one, I have L.A., but I have Clinton Byfield as a top goal scorer. You know, I want to put... Did he even make their starting 12? What? Did he even make their starting 12 this year? I thought he... Did he? I think he's a third or fourth liner, but he was a third liner, but then he moved up throughout the season. I was going to say, Bobo, I want to punch you even less now because, you know, you have LA at the top of your division. You're welcome. Quint, yeah, I thought Quint, he was going to pull said, a Bobo and have LA at the bottom. But to be honest season. with Quentin Pike, I, to be honest, don't, could potentially could see that. I, mean, I could see it being a breakout season. Mm-hmm. But him being yeah. a top point getter on LA in general, that's a stretch, but I can definitely see this being his breakout season. Yeah. I mean, Obviously, this is his third, second full year in the league. All right, Colin uh, takes out to the Central. All right. Central. The eighth, uh, eighth place, I got the team that plays in the college stadium. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have Clayton Keller being the top point scorer. Clayton okay. Keller. Number yeah. seven, I got Chicago. Shy town Shy wreck. Shy wreck with uh, Patty the Cab Kane. Okay. Okay. Uh, number six... Winnipeg with uh, Blake Wheeler. Okay. Uh, number five, Smashville potentially getting that second wild card spot in the West. Potentially. Yeah. Now that's a stretch, but who do you got? For... I, why didn't I write anybody down? <laughs> For what? <laughs> For Nashville. <laughs> For Nashville. I like, skipped right over. I'm like, wait a minute. Um, <clears throat> number four, I got St. Louis with Terry St. leading the way. Okay. Number three, Minnesota. We all know who's gonna take the lead. Yeah. Mina Lucci. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Eat the biggest bag of dicks, please. <laughs> no, I got a curl cream breeze off. Uh, number two, I actually put Dallas down. Ooh. Okay. I Ben's gonna lead the way. Okay. Okay. And number one, Colorado. Good old trusty Nate Mack, helping them reclaim the number one spot, not only in the division, but in the West. I zoned out. You had, what, the Jets at six, you said? Uh, yeah, okay. Jets at six. All right, that's buzzball. That's kind of very close to mine. But. So, mine's a little bit different. Um, As usual. Yeah. <laughs> I have, uh, I actually have the Jets at eight. Ooh, okay. They're going to bomb this year. Yeah. 
I have the Jesset 8, and I have actually possibly one of the few Winnipeg Jets that I regularly know and I actually regularly enjoy, Nikolai Ehlers as their top points I can see that. I can see that. Uh, number seven, I have the Blues. Um, and I actually swapped out Tarasenko for Braden Shen. I know it's tough, but... Um, stop. <laughs> number six, I have Arizona. Um, and I actually have Nick Bugstad leading the way there for their top points getter. Um, number five, I have Chirac. Chicago. Um, and I actually said Max Domi. I took Max Domi Ooh. over Pat Kane. Okay. Um, okay. I'm going to jump in. I'm not doing this. I'm not saying where I put Chicago, but I did say Max Domi as well. Only for the reason that I think Patty Kane will be going at the end of the season. That's the only yeah. reason I put Max Domi. Um, number four, I have Smashville. Uh, obviously, I got the Preds. And <laughs> my top point score is Nino Niederreiter. I, I figured that was a fair... They were yeah. probably, out of all of the teams, out of all 32 teams, they were probably the toughest one for me to pick somebody off of. Yeah. Uh, number three, I have Dallas. And a little bit of personal bias came out on this one. I said Luke Glendening was going to be their top points getter. I think you said that last year, too. <laughs> yeah. Man, I wonder I why said, I said so him biased. last year, top, too. Top okay, yeah, Luke Glendening was a former Red Wing. Fucking eat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> number two, I have Minnesota, the Wild, and I actually have Matt Zuccarello being their top point scooter. I think that's his first valid one right there. Fuck you. <laughs> and then Go number, die, you And number one, of course, I have the reigning Stanley Cup champions, Colorado Avalanche, and I have Kale McCarr. Oh, okay. Ooh. Yep. Let me wipe the shock off my face. Okay. All right, moving on to my list. The, coming in number eight is the Arizona Coyotes with Clayton Keller. Um, number seven is the Chicago Blackhawks with Patrick Kane. Number six, I have the Winnipeg Jets with Kyle Connor. And then a potential wild card spot, I feel like they're going to be fighting with um, Anaheim for the wild card spot in the West. Um, the Nashville Predators, Smashville with Neo Niederreiter. Number four, I have the Dallas Stars with Jason Robinson. Okay. No, number three, I have the St. Louis Blues with Jordan Cairo. Cairo. Number two, it's the Minnesota Wild with Kirill Kaprizov. And then number one, your defending Stanley Cup champions, the Colorado Avalanche with Nathan McKinnon. Nate Mack. I think I might be the only one here that switched those bottom two. I have Chicago finishing number eight at the very bottom. Like I said, with, with Max Domi. Like I said, yeah. the only, only reason I think is because Patikan will be Pat gone at the end of the season. By the end of the season. Number seven, I have obviously the Arizona Coyotes, but I have I, I said something I did too like on did I said Clayton Keller or Nick Schmoltz. 
And Schmaltz, I definitely think, is another another name we can't leave off that off that list. Yeah, I mean, number that's Number six, I have the Dallas Stars with Tyler Sagan taking the number one I almost chose Sagan. Number five, I said also potentially being in the running for a wild card spot is the Winnipeg Jets with Mark Shifley being the number one goal getter or point getter. I was debating on putting him. Yeah. Number four, the Nashville <laughs> Predators with uh, second, I believe he's a second-year boy, Tanner Janot, who had broke out last year in his rookie season, did really, really well over there. I think he could potentially do even even better this year. Yeah. Uh, number three, I have the St. Louis Blues with Ryan O'Reilly being the number one point scorer over there. Okay. Number two, the Minnesota Wild with, obviously, Kirill Kaprizov. And, obviously, number one, the Colorado Avalanche. Obviously, Nate McKinnon. Um, my list, uh, eighth place, Arizona, but I have Shane Gossespierre. Okay. That's almost as bad as Milan. Whatever. <laughs> I don't think it gets any worse than that. Seven, Shy Town with Patty Kane. This is where I get interesting. I have Minnesota dropping to sixth. Ooh. With Kirill Kaprizov with their top goal scorer. That low. Ooh. Five, I have Nashville with Roman Yossi. Four, Dallas Stars with Rupe Hints. I think Ooh. he's going to have a breakout that's season another, this year. That's not, that's not yeah. bad. No. Three, I have the Jets coming up with Kyle Connor. Okay. Number two, St. Louis with Vladimir Tarasenko. And number one, Colorado, but with Miko Rantanen. Oh, okay. He's Miko okay. Rantanen. Okay. Rantanen. So, I'd say Rantanen. I, if, it, if I butcher it, you know. Oh, you definitely did, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of say Rantanen just for fun. Because it's fun to say. Yeah. So we had a little mix. Yeah, a little bit mixed up there. Colin. Colin. Metro. Shock us with your number eight from the Atlantic. <laughs> Do you guys, like, really need a <laughs> Yes. Detroit? No, actually, no. But I'm Boston. Great. Montreal. Oh, wow, no way. <laughs> hey, you have a sarcasm right there. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have Cole Caulfield leading the way for them. Oh, okay. Okay. Number seven, Ottawa with Claude Giroux being the number one. Okay. Number six, Buffalo, Kyle Caposo stepping up his game, finally getting the, oh, the, that's the on his chest. Number five, having the number two, or one of the wild card spots, or, no, sorry. Number five being right there is Detroit, Dylan Markin being the man. Shocker. I know, right? Number four, four is Boston. Pasta playing the whole season. Well, ho- hoping that he stays in Boston, he'll lead the way. Number three, Tampa. Don't really to say it. Coochie, coo. I thought you said you had them falling out of the top three in their division. Yeah, I've, I've been debating just juggling the Tampa, Boston, Detroit round. I wrote that earlier, but... Remember, I just came up with that on the spot. Yeah, true, yeah. Uh, number two, Toronto. Matt Murray, the lead's good. No, Austin Matthews. Yeah. That's a no-brainer. And number one is Florida. I mean, right, uh, Kachuk, leading the way. Yeah. So mine are, at least player-wise, are somewhat similar. You had a couple of mine. So I actually have, uh, I have Buffalo at number eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue. 
I'm not going to say a word. I have Buffalo at number eight, and I have Victor Olipson being their uh, top point scorer. Uh, number seven, I have Florida. Obviously, kind of a given. Really? Really? Number seven, I got Florida with Matthew Kachuk. Num- number six, I have Toronto. <laughs> but instead of Austin Matthews, I have William Nylander. Ooh. Uh, number five, I have Ottawa. And Timmy, Timmy Stutzel. Okay. Um, number four, I have Montreal. You're giving them way too much credit. I know. I got a lot more. You have Montreal people. doing better than Florida. Yes, I do. What the fuck of it? <laughs> Listen, you're talking to the same guy that said Milan <laughs> Lucic was going to be a good points getter. All right? Look how fucking wrong I was. <laughs> No, I have Montreal at number four, and I actually said that their captain, Mr. Nick Suzuki, is going to be their top points getter. Number three, I have Detroit. Um, I kind of went two ways with it. My number three and my number two, I went two ways. So, with Detroit, I said it's either going to be Lucas Raymond or the Burt, Tyler Bertuzzi, as their Either one of them. It'll be close between either of them. Same thing with number two. I have Tampa. And I said, obviously, I mean, you have Nikita Kucherov. I mean, that's kind of almost a given. But there's another one that I think kind of deserves a little bit of a breakout season in my my eyes, and that's Vladislav Nemestikov. I I think he could do potentially good. And number one, I have Boston. I have Boston at number one, and instead of Pasta, I actually have another David in David Krejci. Mm. I'm not going to say much, Jeffy. <laughs> say it. Say it, but <laughs> All right. Number eight, I have the Montreal Canadiens with their newly captain, Nick Suzuki, leading the way. Number seven, I have the Buffalo Sabres with Alex Tuck leading okay. up. Number six, I have... The Boston Bruins with David Pasternak. And then I was so torn between these two. And they were going to be one of the three teams I'll be fighting for the wild card. The Ottawa Senators at number five with Alex DeBrickett. Okay. Number four, it's the Detroit Red Wings with Dylan Larkin. Okay. And then number three, I have the Florida Panthers with Alex ba- Alexander Barkov. Okay. Number two, I have the Tampa Bay Lightning with Steven Stamkos. Stammer. And then number one, I have the Toronto Maple Leafs with Austin Matthews. Stammer I. Okay, the only reason I'm going to sh- I was shitting on Ethan is I just want to know why you have Florida so low. I I don't know. It's, uh, a team that I, made I, the second round of the playoffs last year, you have them that low. I mean, good. remember what happened last year? Every you know When I said Dallas was going to drop and y'all looked at me like I was batshit crazy. Every, no, that, was our, that was our first season, but yeah. But still, every team has that dropping point. This might be Florida's dropping point. And I see it's kind of I, bold if yeah. we're after, after getting a player like Matthew Kachuk. Right, but just because they have one good player doesn't mean they don't still don't have a dog shit team. Yeah. I mean, I, I shouldn't say that they're a dog shit team. But, like, 
I don't know. I think it's maybe for the fact that I've been out of, been away from hockey and been away yeah. from all this for so long. Yeah. But I don't know. I just. Yeah. yeah. That's just how. That's just how I feel about it. Yeah. They're not at the bottom of the division, but they're towards the bottom. For me, number eight, obviously the Montreal Canadiens. Agreeing with Jeffy saying Captain Nick Suzuki is going to be the number one point getter over there. Number seven, shocker, the Buffalo Sabers. But I got Tage Thompson taking taking the top of the top of the realm over there. Number six, I have Ottawa with Alex DeBrinket being the top point getter. Number five, I have Boston, and similar reasons to uh, Patty Kane. I said Jake DeBrusque because I don't think Pasternak is going to be on that team by the end of the season. I think Pasternak's going to be gone. Wow. You think so? I think so. Rumors have been at it for a long time. He's getting to the end of his contract. He has said he, if, if something isn't done up in the front office, he wants out. And I'm pretty sure if, if they don't plan on making moves in the front office, they're going to say, all right, then you can go. That'd be huge. Uh, number four, I have Ethan's Detroit Red Wings with Lucas Raymond being the number one point getter. Number three, I have the Florida Panthers with Matthew Kachuk. Number two, I have the Tampa Bay Lightning with Nikita Kucherov. And number one, I have the Toronto Maple Leafs with Austin Matthews for the sole reason that I think it'd be funny, again, for them to win the division and then lose in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> they actually um, finally win some and then, oh, wait, they can't get uh, out dude, of the first round. <laughs> watch them win the President's Trophy and then lose in the first round. <laughs> um, let's see. I just wonder how much like Steve Dang will lose his mind. Dude, he will delete his YouTube channel. <laughs> He'll be done. He'll be done with hockey. Dude, he would convert to a Flyers fan. Because <laughs> <laughs> at least then you know at the beginning of the season. Even his podcast. Hey, like, um, I know my team's, you know, dog shit, so. Um, all right. So, number eight, I have Ottawa with Claude Giroux taking the lead, taking the reins. Seven, I have Buffalo. Both, I have Jeff Skinner. Okay. In Buffalo. Okay. I completely forgot he was up there. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. No, uh, Number six, I have Beantown with Pasta. Number five, I have Montreal, but with Cole Caulfield. I feel like that was kind of a given. Either, either him or Suzuki. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I don't see what I expect anybody different than those two. Um, number four, I have Toronto with Austin Matthews. Number three, I have Detroit with Dylan Larkin. Number two, I have Florida with Phil the Thrill. He's Oop. not in Florida. Oh, shit. He's All in right, Vegas. Well, yeah. Oops. And then number one, Tampa Bay. Boba, you were doing so good, Boba. You were doing so well. You were doing so Where's the glass bottle, Ethan? Where's that glass bottle, right? <laughs> he threw it out, dummy. Take oh. it. Right here. As hard as you can. Right in the soft Hold foot. on. <laughs> you were doing so well, Boba. I meant to say someone Don't else. Hold I just it. forgot Don't to hold back. it. Anyways, what's your number one while you? My number one was uh, Tampa with Nikita Kucherov. Okay. Colin, take us away, finish us off in the Metro. I really don't want to at this point. <laughs> I really don't fucking want You're to. You're doing so well, Bobo. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> then whatever. I'll just take Sam Bennett for my top goal scorer. How's okay, that? Okay, better than better than Phil. How's <laughs> that? I'll take Sam Bennett. At least he actually plays for the team. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number eight, I got shit at Adolphia. Sean Couturier. I'm sorry. At this point, I might as well say fucking God Drew for Philadelphia. <laughs> if we're going off of that. 
Yeah, at least cool, at least he at least at one point played for Philly. One did Phil the throw play for Florida. <laughs> it was a mistake. All right. I was doing nah, my you may as well say Wayne Simmons for that one. <laughs> it was fucking 2 o'clock in the morning last night when I finished my notes. I retyped a bunch of them today, and it was just the fucking zombie brain. Anyways, keep going. Call Number me. seven, the Devils with uh, Hughes. Okay. Number six, I got the Islanders. Matthew Barzell, after that huge overpay contract that he just got. Yes. I'm glad I'm, glad I'm not the only one that thinks he got <laughs> fucking overpaid. Yeah. yeah. Number five is CBJ. Somebody in the top line. That deadly fucking top line is bound is, is going so to. If you can be any one of those three, is what you're saying? Any, anyone. Doesn't matter who. Just Ooh, anybody. I'm going to get shit on. Me too. <laughs> Me I don't too. give a fuck. <laughs> Number four, Pittsburgh. The Pants are going to bear to squeak in in the East. And it's going to be Jake and Bake. Either way. Either Jake Bake or Rusty. Okay. Mm. Number three, the Rangers, Mika. Mika's a beyond Jad. Yeah. Number two, Washington. It's going to be Ovia. I, we can't argue that. It's always going to be Ovia. And number one, Carolina. It's going to be there, Sebastian Aho. That's fair. No, because I think the Islanders, Sebastian Aho, is going to be the number one scorer in Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad, my bad. I'm going to get shit on, so I'm going to go get my shoes on real quick so I can <laughs> run for my life. I mean, I'll, no. I have everything done. I'll, you can Number, skip. No. I just know these guys are going to fucking disagree with a lot of it, and I don't fucking care. Don't say that Braid is... Huh? You're going to say... Never mind. Just go. So number eight, I actually have Jersey. Okay. Uh, I have Jersey at number eight, and I have the top point scorer being Andre Pilat. I forgot he went over there. Yep. Where did he go over? I think he was a he Trade, was like right at, Yeah, he was wow, a, he was a free agency. Fuck, up. I guess I missed that. Yeah, Andre Palat's in Jersey, which is a huge fucking mistake, if you ask me. Um, number seven, I have the Islanders. Uh, the top point scorer being Casey Zizekas. Mm. I don't want to kill you over that one, honestly. I don't. It's, it's, a, it's, a, not bad. it's a little bit of a stretch. Number six, I have the Flyers. Um, I actually have JBR as their top point scorer, James you, M. Reamstead. You really think John Torello is going to bounce, bounce Philly back? It's John Tortellini. He's not going to yeah. do much. Yeah, he's not going to do much. He'll, he'll have an impact, just not that much yet. So, number five, I have the Rangers. Ooh, okay. Number five, I have the Rangers, and instead of Mika, because I was... I guess it really could bounce either between these two. I said either Mika or Alex Lafreniere. You think he's going to break out your? I think so. Okay. I think so. Number three, the Caps. I mean, Obi was kind of the obvious one, so I wanted to choose the non-obvious one, somebody who I felt was kind of deserving of a breakout year and is one of my favorite Capitals players, Lars Eller. Yeah. Totally I can see the bias there, right? Well... Is he, he a former Red Wing? No. Oh, I thought he. I thought he was. No, Lars Eller never played for the Red Wings. Look at two of us fucked up tonight. You're thinking of uh, Anthony Mantha. Oh, I thought Anthony Mantha okay. a former Red Wing. Okay. I know he was, but I thought I thought Eller was at one point, but I guess no. I could be wrong. Lars Eller never played for the Red Wings. Okay. He's just one of my personal yeah. favorite Capitals players. So you didn't fuck up, fuck up. So <laughs> number yeah, two, I call that a number two, I have the Canes. 
Um, and I have uh, Jesperi Kokanemi being there. Okay. Being the top point scorer. Number one, I have our Pittsburgh you got Penguins. Pittsburgh on top. Okay. I have Pittsburgh at top. I mean, but I think you're wrong, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get mad at you for it. <laughs> but you might get mad for my player pick. Um, if you say Casper Captain, I'm gonna throw one of those darts into the back. Yeah. Of the <laughs> no, I said Ricard Raquel. Okay. No, I, can't be, I can't yeah, be mad. I can't be mad about that. Okay. Woo! I get to live another day. <laughs> you, you guys are gonna. The only one that I would have punched you for is if you uh, would have said Casper Kaepernick. Well, then in that case, Casper Kaepernick. <laughs> um, for my list, number eight, it's the Philadelphia Flyers, with Cam Atkinson being their top scorer. Okay. Number seven, it's the New Jersey Devils with Jack Hughes. Number six, I have the New York Islanders with Brock Nelson. Number five, the other, the third team that's going to be fighting for that wild card spot with the Senators in, in Detroit, the Blue Jack, the Columbus Blue Jackets with Johnny Hockey, Johnny Goudreau. Number four, I have the Washington Capitals with Alex Ovechkin. And then number three, the New York Rangers with Mika Sabanajad. Number two, the Pittsburgh Penguins with Miss Jake and Bake, Jake Gensel. And then number one, I have the Carolina Hurricanes with their Sebastian Ajo. Jake yeah. Gensel. Me, me, Cone, and Jeffy had almost the exact same list. Very, very close besides a couple you of You three are going to eat me alive because I just gave Cone number, a little sneak peek. Number peep. three, or sorry, number three, yeah. Number eight, I have the Philadelphia <laughs> Flyers being uh, Sean Couturier. Number seven, I have the New York Islanders, being Matthew Barzell. Number six, I have the New Jersey Devils with Jack Hughes. Number five, potentially being the team that steals Red Wings' hopes and dreams of making the playoffs and being that, that second wild card in the Metro, the Columbus Blue Jackets, with Johnny Goudreau taking the, taking the storm over there. Okay, I was about to be mad. <laughs> I was about to be mad, but no, that's actually pretty respectable. Yeah. Number four, the Washington Capitals with Alexander Ovechkin. Number three, the Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel, taking taking it over there. Number two, the New York Rangers, Mika Zibanejad is going to take that title over there. And number one, the Carolina Hurricanes with Sebastian Ajo. Okay. You guys are going to shit on Wait, me. Wait, which one? For, shut the fuck up. You guys are going <laughs> to shit on me for a couple of months. So eighth place, I have the Devils with Andre Pilat. Okay. Seventh Thank place you. is where you're going to shit on me. I have Columbus. I don't think they're going to do so hot with a big, big line. I think there's mm. gonna be. I think there's gonna be too much pressure in that building. It's gonna erupt. Who do you have? I have Boone Jenner. Okay, uh, I I can respect that. Number I mean, six, I have the Islanders with Matthew Barzell. Number five, I have Philly, Philly sneaking up the rank with Cam Atkinson. Okay. Number four, I have our beloved Penguins with Sid the Kid. Number three, I have the Rangers with Capo Caco. That's how you say his name. If anything, I'm going to yeah. shit on you for that one, really. Number two, Washington with Ovi. And number one, Carolina. But I have just Barry, however you say his last name. Just Barry Cook and Emmy. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm not I'm not going to shit on you for the Flyers as much as you think. I, I thought would you were going to shit on me for the Columbus. The as much as I hate them, as much as I hate to give them credit for anything, the Flyers have always been that team that they just have one good, one year where they're just good. They're just really, not, not really good, but they're just good. They make the playoffs. They don't do a whole lot in them. But they make the playoffs. They kind of take the take the NHL by storm. Nobody expects them to do good. They have to always have that one year every couple years where they're good. 
maybe that's the, maybe this is that year. I mean, you never know. Who knows? I mean, new coach. I do disagree though with Columbus. I really think they're gonna See, I be a wild, a really potential. The one. only way I don't say that because they don't really know how to play with each other. It's gonna be one of those things. It's gonna be a learning curve. <laughs> Shut up, Ethan. <laughs> I see a stupid grin on your face. You were the one that said it. <laughs> anyway, I didn't start thinking about it, not about it until Ethan. So I saw, I saw Ethan chuckle about it. I can't help <laughs> to, the think, to think the youngest person here is twenty three years old, and we're all laughing at these kind of jokes. But. Anyways, they're not going to have that chemistry together <laughs> with, you know, those big three players coming into one team. <laughs> Shut the <laughs> Whatever, I'm done. All right, Whatever. All right. Before, before we bury ourselves into uh, more bullshittery in this podcast, I think that'll just about wrap it up, right? Yeah, so. yeah that's it, man. So. All right, guys. Uh, as always, see you all next week. Peace out. Bye. Dude. Bye!